It's Friday, and I'm excited about the weekend, but I'll tell you what I'm not excited about. As soon as we drop this content, I've got to go out here and cut the grass. It is getting out of hand. And I don't know how, because I just cut it last week. And here we are again. We had a little bit of rain, but but oh my goodness, we've got, we got a little lawn maintenance needing to take place. I do my own yard. It's, it's actually a good spot for me. It only takes about 45 minutes to, and I've got a little uh, ride mower I, I have, and I've got a great little set of uh, headphones that cancel the noise and you can put a set of earbuds on and I can actually listen to a podcast. Well, I, I could listen to a couple episodes of this if I needed to listen to my own podcast because uh, we're only going to do about 20 minutes here, but uh, it, it's the 45 minute job. I can get, I can get a podcast or two to listen to. It's always fun to uh, get out on the mower and do that. Hopefully your yard is not looking as bad as mine, but it's not just my grass. It's also my weeds. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Chasing Greatness, the podcast where we help you win at work, win at home, and ultimately win at life. Today, Friday is a win at life day. And I've been noticing, uh, the weeds in my yard, they just, they just seem to be creeping all over the place. And we were having a conversation with one of our kids uh, a couple of days ago. They have their own place. And uh, Rebecca, shout out to Rebecca. She, she, her and Alex, they built a little sidewalk when they bought this house a couple of years ago. They, they built this beautiful little brick sidewalk. And they put down the, the landscaping, uh, I, I say the landscaping paper. I'm not even sure what it was. It's probably the garbage bags. Back when I was a kid, we always used the, you, you spread out the plastic bags, you put it down, then you put your landscaping over it, and you're hoping that the, that the weeds won't be able to come through. And Rebecca, we were talking to her the other day, and she's like, man, this, the, this grass is coming up through the bags. It's, it's like, how in the world is this happening? These weeds keep showing up, and it made me think about our own lives. It is crazy how our lives get weedy. I don't know if that's a word or not, but uh, but we're going to use it today. And I'm and I'm going to ask you: Are there some areas in your life that need weeding? That need weeding today? I'm thinking about some specific areas in my own life. Hopefully, as I'm ramble on about this here for a moment, it'll it'll cause you to to think about some areas in your life and maybe some intentional things you need to do to, to weed your life back, to pull some things. Now, I don't want to go all the way into pruning. I, I, I think, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a gardener here, but I do love, uh, I've, I've mentioned this in the past. I love, uh, Dr. Henry Cloud's book, Necessary Endings. Great book. He, he talks about the idea of the, in that book of the, uh, of the gardener pruning the rose bush, I believe it was. And he, and he, he makes the statement that all of the rose bushes have more buds than they have nutrients to, to fuel those buds or to cause those buds to be healthy. And so a wise gardener knows that there are some things he has to prune. And it's, it's crazy. Uh, my wife just said this actually this week, there's a couple of crepe myrtles in our backyard. We just trimmed back not long ago and these things are going, going nuts. I mean, they're, they're already full and lush and, you know, look, look like they're almost too big again. And it's, it's not the time of year to prune those, but uh, maybe there's some areas in your life that you need to prune. You need to cut back to the ground and say, this is going to, I, I got to let go of this totally. But I want you to think more uh, just, just in the day to day kind of thing right here. Not, not are, are there, I mean, are, if there's some areas where you need to say no and you, you need to let go of some things, do that. But I want us to think about where have the weeds popped up in our life. And I've got four or five areas, maybe six areas that I've written down here that, that will, um, it, it really gives a, a a way to think about this. I won't, I won't talk about vocational as much. 
uh, as we do on Mondays. Uh, I, I do encourage you, if there's some things that you need to let go of at work, maybe you need to let go of your work. Maybe you're working at the wrong place. I don't know. That's a different episode. But I do encourage you to give some thought to your vocation as well. But let's, let's talk about some things that happen outside of work, really. And let's start, first of all, with our relationships. Now, I just did an episode a couple of days ago encouraged you to live your life in such a way that the people who know you the best love you the most. If you miss that on Wednesday, go back and check that out. Uh, it, some of you have already reached out. It's, it's some good stuff there that I think will help you as you think about being the, the, the person in your home that's life-giving to help the people around you win. If you're going to chase greatness, though, you can't have weeds that are dominating your, your life and your leadership. And so let's, let's, let's push this thing at a relational level here for a second. Are there some things that need to be weeded out of your life? And, and I'll give you a few things to think about here. Maybe you've got an attitude that you, a place in your life where your attitudes become negative. Maybe you've got a, you know, a place in your life where you've become cynical. I mean, it's, it's so easy for me to look at the way things are in our culture. And, you know, sometimes I'll see a lack of leadership or I'll, I'll get around, you know, a situation that's negative or, or maybe somebody that's not doing their best. They're, they've plateaued and they have so much potential. And it's so easy for me to be cynical and think, man, are, are we are, are we just so stuck that we can't, you know, get past some of these things that you see out there? And, and, and I don't want to be a cynical person, and you don't either. And so are there places where relationally you've gotten negative, you've gotten cynical, maybe you're critical in some places rather than doing something that's life-giving? You're actually causing some of the problem by uh, adding to the narrative. And I don't want to be that way, and, and, and I don't think you do it either. So are there some places where weeds have grown up in your relationships and so if so, let's relationally, let's, let's get some of those things out. Let's reset the way we think about our relationships and let's make sure we're life giving there instead of uh, life draining. All right, here's another one. How about financially? Financially, are there weeds that have popped up in, in your finances that, you know, we, we all know that we should spend less than we make and we know that we should, that we should save some and we should give some and share some and however you think about your money, you will have to come up with your own financial plan. But it's so easy for us to let little weeds creep in and, and we don't track our spending or we don't think about what we're doing with this or we justify that or we, you know, we spend our time you know, on things that we, we shouldn't be doing rather than adding, adding good to the world. We're, we're actually over here you know, dreaming about things we don't have or comparing with people. I mean, like, well, is comparison a weed that's popped up and you're thinking, well, they have that or he got a new one of those or she's, you know, she's rocking the new bracelet <laughs> whatever it is. And, and you're, you're going, I, I think if I had something like that, that would make me happy. And truthfully, I need to understand that, that I'm, I'm going to be held accountable for the way I steward what I've been given. I need to work hard. I need to save. I need to give, I need to share. I mean, those are things that I'm saying financially are important to me. And, and so you get to decide what's financially important to you, but I do know this, you live in a world where money is almost worshipped, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, well, actually, I say it's crazy. It's it's actually not crazy. the 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 Bible even tells us that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It just it just pops up because uh, because people love money more than more than they love God, which which is not the way we were designed. And yet we start worshiping the stuff rather than the one who who created the stuff, you know. And it's and it's it's like it's kind of crazy, but but these weeds show up in our financial thinking, 
And maybe you're worried right now because the markets are down or your retirement's been affected or the, the economy's flat or there's a recession or they raise the interest rate. I mean, you, you got areas and, and these little weeds can creep in and they can just paralyze us uh, when we think about our, our, what we do have um, and, and we wonder if it's going to be enough. And the Bible also says, what does it profit us if we gain the whole world and forfeit our soul? So maybe there's some things we need to think about differently as it relates to to our money and our resources and again you get to decide but I, I would encourage you to not let those weeds pop up and just dominate cause you to be depressed and, and negative and worry and fear all those things that just pop up uh, they're so dangerous and so let's let's if you need to do a little weeding there financially I hope you'll do that all right here's another one let's think about some weeding that may need to take place physically are there some places where you need to do some physical weeding what I mean by that is maybe I've, I've, you know, maybe I got a little, little bit of sugar coming in that I don't need to. Maybe I'm not hydrating the way I need to. Maybe there's not enough fruits and vegetables. I'm justifying, oh, I did something good here. Let me reward myself there. And and honestly, when I start thinking about rewarding myself with something that could be hurting me, it, that's a weed, right? I mean, and yet, how many times do we do that? Well, I, I, I did what I'm supposed to. Now I get to have a little ice cream. Uh, I, I went and worked out. Now I get to eat this. And and if, if this, whatever this is, is not healthy for me, how did I get to a point where I started thinking and justifying this will be a good decision and then I, and then I make the good decision and now I want to justify uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give me permission to go and make a bad decision. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I, that's, a, that's like a weed and it just kind of creeps up in my garden. I know it doesn't make sense when I say it out loud. It makes me think, what in the world am I? What am I doing? But but I know there are people who are listening. We, we do this all the time. So if you've got some physical weeds that have popped up in your life, let's just pull those weeds. Let's, let's go back and reset physically and start making the right choices. Let's hydrate the way we should. Let's eat what we should. Let's take care of our body. You really only have one body. I mean, it's going to get you through your whole life. Let's take care of that and do what we can uh, to, to chase greatness there physically as well. And so we've got... Um, we got our relational weeds we need to see about, our financial ones, physically, we said. All right, how about, how about uh, our emotional weeds? Do we have emotional weeds that have popped up? The last couple of weeks, we've done stuff on stress and depression, and we talked about some of those, uh, loneliness. It, it, it's Now we're at a place where a third of, of um, the U.S. is saying they have mental health concerns. I'm not sure how many people we have in the U.S. now. I think 330 million or so, but, but we're talking 100 million people with mental health concerns, and 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 truthfully, there are some people out of out of you know our 330 million. We we probably got more than that now, but that that do have mental health concerns. But honestly, there there are so many of us that are not doing what we could to take care of our mental health, and then we're wondering why we're not we're not feeling positive and feeling joy and some of those kind of things. And so are there some weeds that have popped up in your thinking there? It, it, it's so easy for us to just think, well, everybody else is talking about mental health issues. Maybe I have them. And, and, and yet when I start thinking about what I'm doing to, um, to stay positive and to stay grateful and, and, and to stay life-giving to the people around me. I mean, you're a leader. If, if you're listening to this, chances are you're a leader. You've got influence over other people. What would, what would it look like for you to weed out some of that negative thinking, some of that destructive thinking, some of that depression 
that that pops up and or stress even some of the things we can do we talk about rest and i mean there, there are literal things we can do to de-stress our lives we can play and we can have some fun and and yet i think so many of us we live under this cloud of guilt and i'm, I'm, I'm not going to measure up and i'm not enough let me remind you again today there is greatness in you and if you will lock in on the things that you can do you can unleash that and help other people be great which is which is very life-giving you want you want to do something that's help healthy for you emotionally or, or healthy for you mentally, you start adding value to other people and watch what it does to your emotions. It will just, it, it, I mean, it, it really is uh, life-giving to you when you start bringing life into other people. And so, so yeah, that's another one. And then I would also say here, th this one doesn't, you know, financially and physically and relationally and emotionally, those are all our, 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 uh, are, are words that we, you know, we talk about a lot, but let's, I want to talk about technologically here. Are there some things we need to do to weed out some of the technological things in our lives? And, and I want to remind you again, you get to decide how much time you spend on your screens. You, th there's no reason you can't set a, a, a limit on that and then stay within that limit. You get, you get to decide what you look at when you look at a screen. And there are things that you can look at that will cause destructive behavior in you they'll they'll cause you to have greed i mean you if you sit and look at advertisement all day if you look at pornography at all i mean there's so many things you can look at that are going to cause uh your mind and heart to um to just be overrun and and, and a garden full of weeds is not is not a beautiful garden at all and so greatness really is is it's going to have to be protected you're going to have to make sure that you set boundaries up in your life to keep evil, honestly, out of your life. And not all technology is evil, but man, it can show up there for sure. And then, and then it's not just even what the content is, it's the amount of content. And I'm not, I'm just not um, confident that if I'm, if I'm on a screen and I'm scrolling all the time, that that's just, that's just not good for my brain. Studies are now out that show we're having so much hard, so much uh, harder time focusing, and 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 we're we're distracted all the time. We talked about even when you're at home to be there when you're there. It's so hard to be with people when we got a phone in our hand. But sometimes it's hard to focus on what people are saying. We'd be looking them right in the face, and we can't focus because we're just used to you know scrolling, you know, touch after touch after touch. It's I mean we're up to we're up to. 10, 12 hours a day of screen time for most people. And I just can't believe that's really great for me. And so i got to weed some of that out of my life. I want to make sure that I have control over my time. If I don't, somebody else is going to tell my time where to go. I've talked to technology people, and they, and they tell me that they actually design algorithms to it's, – it's almost like a drug. It, it, it causes you to be addicted to what you're seeing, and they're, they're putting in front of you what you want to see, that little shot of dopamine that <laughs> that's going to – bring pleasure to your brain and and you keep being fed stuff that you're talking about and you're thinking about and you know that and and yet what are you doing to de-screen your life and when it comes to technology th this thing can be like a weed and so I, I i just want to encourage you give yourself permission to say all right i'm gonna i'm gonna maybe even spend tomorrow a whole day tech free you're gonna turn it off put it on airplane mode you're not gonna respond you're, you're just gonna you're gonna detach from technology for a day and and then you be the judge i mean what what does that do if you if you do that for if you, know, you you may have withdrawals depending on how addicted you are but 
I'm I'm just crazy enough to think if I go take a walk or I go hang out with somebody and and we leave the phones in the car, you know, get outside, do something, watch what happens to you uh, emotionally and physically and relationally when you start, you know, pulling the technology, uh, giving it less emphasis in your life. So I don't know, some things to think about there. I, I, I'm I'm just telling you. For me, I've got weeds that keep popping up. I got financial weeds. I got physical weeds. I got technological needs. I got emotional lead, need uh, weeds. I got emotional needs too, <laughs> and I've got relational weeds that pop up. All these things, and I want to challenge you this weekend to go back and do a little bit of inventory. And you know, when when it comes to my yard out here, I'm going to have to go do the do the work. Well, when it comes to your own self leadership, your self-care. Um, I don't want you to be self-serving, but I do want you to serve yourself. And, I, and, and you're going you're gonna to need to spend some time looking at some of these things that are popping up and they're, they're, they're taking life away from you, which ultimately is going to keep you from being able to help somebody else out of life. So I think when we pay attention to some of these things, we really can make progress, uh, and, and which, which will be beneficial, not just for us, for the people around us. So if you know of somebody who who you care about, uh, you do know of somebody you care about. I, if you think somebody you care about that, that could benefit from this, I hope you'll share it with them. Uh, encourage them to listen. Maybe you can even talk about some of these things together. Go get a cup of coffee uh, one day after you listen to this. You both listen to it and have a conversation about some of these areas and and help each other. Um, you know, it's so much more fun when I'm when I'm weeding if if my wife shows up out there and helps me helps. Actually, it's usually the other way around. If she's weeding and I. And I get out there on my hands and knees and help her, uh, you know, uh, pull some of those things. It, it's it's better to have somebody journey with you when you're when you're doing hard work. And some of this work will be hard for you. And so I want to encourage you to find somebody that that can help you uh, to to really get the weeds out of your life, so you can have the life your your garden, the garden of your life, really can flourish. I think that's I think that's so possible if we'll do the work. All right, next week we're gonna have uh, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna start a new little focus i'll call it in in the month of august we're going back to school and we're talking about creating change in our smart leadership uh stuff on monday but one of the things we thought would be great to help us create some change for the next month is we're going to do more content around this idea of 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 resetting our lives and having just just this emphasis on some areas we got 30 topics picked out that we're going to share with you during the month we're going to give you five minutes a day the 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 show is going to be a little shorter time-wise. Uh, it'll actually be a lot shorter. We're going to give you something to think about it every day. You, you got people that you're riding to school with, you're carrying your kids to school. might even be something that you could listen to with them, give them positive little spin to help them think about their day. But really just going to do some just some five-minute coaching with you during the month. Uh, do some of that with our content and look forward to, to your reaction to that. But I think it'll, I think it'll be helpful as we go into this next month and, and really try to get our our fall off to a great start summer's over we're ready to rock and roll as we go into the fall and i know you i know you are too and so we're going to try to do everything we can to help you with that i hope you'll lock in for those and uh and and help us as we continue to share this content with others you'll be able to maybe even partner with some people to to uh, journey through the month of august with as you start back hopefully it'll be some of the people in your family which would be great all right love you guys we'll see you on monday for another episode of chasing greatness